Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Here on a Sunday evening or a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Hope that you had a chance to stop by there this weekend if you were up here in Starkville. We know they appreciated seeing you if you did. And hey, if you're not going to be doing that anytime soon, you know, now that we, uh, we're sort of out of events to have on campus for about four months, hey, doesn't mean you can't still enjoy Strange Brew Coffee. Go to their webpage, hit up the Shopify, get it shipped directly to your house. And, of course, if you're one of the lucky ones still living up here in Starville, Tupelo, well, you know the drill there. Okay, I was a bit distracted as you did that read. Yeah. As I was watching the, the Braves and Brewers here yeah. in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Did you say there are no more events on campus? Well, I mean, you've got one more home basketball game, right? Or baseball game. And and then, and, and then you're going to have regionals and super regionals. Oh. You're already panicking over there. You're just, like everybody else listening. You think a couple of days of baseball just ruined the dang season. You, get, you got me on that. I, I, literally a total brain fart that <laughs> I was just thinking of the calendar. I was like, all right, there's nothing on the calendar. <laughs> Technically, I'm correct, which is the best kind of correct. As of this moment, there is nothing else scheduled to be in Starkville. Mm. We'll see how it goes. All you panickers out there. <laughs> I was planning to do the whole show about how you should panic. <laughs> and now you've got me right off the bat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, College Corner. I'll be setting up our first giveaway with College Corner a little later on Monday. So be on the lookout. If you're following me on Twitter, that's where we're going to have that. If you don't follow me on Twitter, well, then you need to follow me on Twitter, I guess. And Joel will retweet it and everything. And so if you're just following Joel, which I understand, you know, I would rather just follow Joel than me, too. Uh, you can get that. And, of course, show you some of their great merchandise. And don't, guys, Father's Day is, I mean, it's a month away at this point. If you haven't made the, uh, if you haven't started dropping the hints, then that's on you. Take care of your don't don't be like the moms out there. Let me speak directly to the fathers. The moms are always like, "Oh, I'll just whatever is going to be great, and I'm sure I'll like it." And then you you know you can sense the disappointment when you hand it to them. Don't be that way. You be the guy. It's like this is exactly what I want. Click this link here. Click this, and then you get what you want for Father's Day. Do that and make sure that it's at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, man. I went to Humble Taco on Friday. It is just so, it's just good. It's just good eating. You know, and I, I liked it enough that my wife on Saturday, I was like, we could go to Humble Taco. I was re- willing to go back two days in a row, which is, I have an OCD about that. I don't like to eat at the same restaurant. If I, if I eat somewhere, I'm usually out for like a week. I won't, I won't come back. It's like Jersey Mike's once a week. Maybe twice. Maybe. I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen... Maybe, but I least. like to give myself at least four or five days in between. 
I got I can't I can't I can't do that. But I was willing to do with humble taco. That's how good it is. That's how variety how much variety they have on the menu. I could have gone back and gotten you know a completely different meal and it would have been just as enjoyable. Hope you've made it up there. If you haven't, we have some upcoming events in Starkville. Maybe you can make a trip to Humboldt Taco then. I certainly suggest that you do. It's Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots at Humble Taco. Hit the panic button, Joel. Hit it. <laughs> it's going to be all right. It is. It, it's going to be okay. I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I, yeah. this is a I large, appreciate that. This is a large, probably not exactly accurate statement I'm about to make, but it's probably close to accurate. The panic in the... Just people jumping off a ledge mm-hmm. after the last couple of days. And look, last couple of days for Mississippi State baseball... Bad. Yeah, it's bad. But I don't... I, I'm trying to remember uh, a loss or pair of losses that I have just seen more freak out over when mm-hmm. there's really no need to. Yeah. I mean, nothing really jumps to mind. As well, the closest I can come is, you know, every year in Hoover, whenever state loses out, everybody's up, oh, no momentum. Yeah. And then they end up winning a super right, going to right. Omaha or whatever. Like, th- that's the closest thing that comes to mind. But there were so many posts and tweets and message board rumblings and everything else mm-hmm. over the course of the last couple of days of just folks losing their minds. Yes. Over what had happened, and and look, it is all you know. It stinks. Every guy that came up to the podium the last couple of days that we talked to on Zoom, Tanner Allen, Rowdy, Coach Lamonis, everybody. I mean, frustrated, upset, um, couldn't even explain it to an extent. But to just think that the season is now down the toilet, and there are many that have basically voiced or tweeted similar things is that i don't get it i, I don't get the, uh, it, for this for for the fan base to be so baseball savvy and love their baseball and things oftentimes it's like some have never followed the sport now that's not everybody but there are many that it, it, it's almost like you've never watched the game yeah. <laughs> it's gonna i don't want to say it's gonna be okay because again i mean it's baseball this team could very easily host a regional and then you get a bad start from C-Mac, and, and all of a sudden you're just up creek. I mean, that could very well that could happen. But I said after the Arkansas series that I will trust the totality of the sample size over the last three games. And again, even after two stinkers against Missouri, mm-hmm. I will trust the totality of the 50-game sample over the last couple of days. Well, what I would say is that State had enough credit with the bank to, to survive a weekend like this. Yeah. And and we talked on Sports Talk Mississippi uh, on Friday about how the way Ole Miss's schedule has, you know, they could have the same number of wins, but if they were just a little different, then they would probably be more locked into being a host than they are. And, I, and we recorded this before the Vanderbilt game has really even gotten going up there in Oxford. They, they could have won that game and really helped their chances. But regardless, if State had played this series like week week four, and then had played Auburn this weekend and swept them. Nobody's freaking out. Yeah, it's it's all it's about win. It's win, and I, and I get that because this is the time of year you want to be playing your best baseball. You're starting to go into the postseason. Everything needs to be clicking. And until this weekend, it kind of seemed like it seemed like it was. It but, was. But this weekend is an aberration. No question. They should have been swept. 
There really should have been. Oh, well, I'm with you. Yeah. And instead, you know, they got they got the first game on Friday, and they had opportunities to to take this series, and they just gave them away. I thought that I think you may have tweeted this. It may have been Robbie Falk. Basically, it state state against itself was the storyline of the weekend, more or less. It, it, it wasn't so much what Missouri did, and give Missouri credit, they played well. They played way above their heads, I think. But State made so many mistakes. Eight errors on the weekend. A couple of wild pitches and pass balls that lead to runs. Uh, James's play on Friday night was not even listed as an error, but probably should have been. Should have made the play. Well, I mean, it should have been an error. You know, I mean... They, they stranded runners. I mean, they just they just made mistakes all over. And I thought this was the first time for me in, in, in his tenure here at Mississippi State where I thought some of Lamonis' decisions weren't the right decisions. Like, this is the first time I've really felt like I second-guessed him. I thought that on Friday night that after James strikes out to end the eighth, why would you not pull him there and, and get a defensive replacement in? You've been doing that all year. You have nine more at bats before you got to worry about him coming back up. Yeah, <coughs> Why well, not go to left I mean, there? I don't know if this is the answer, but I, I think I told you in the press box, you're in a tie game in that situation, and I, and I'm just I'm trying to guess what Lamonis is thinking there. You're in a tie game in that situation when he ends the eighth inning, and I, I guess maybe you're thinking if we go extras, I need that bat in the lineup. I, mean, I get that. But you're saying you're worried about the twelfth at that point, basically, because I mean, if it happens yeah. in the tenth, if they if you bat through the order in the in the tenth, you've won the game. So I mean, I I, I don't get that decision. Um, I didn't really like bringing Parker Stinnett in. I just didn't feel like he was the right choice there. Um, and and I mean, I don't know who the right choice. That's one where I don't really know who the right choice would have been. Well, I, you know, I talked to Robbie about this. As we were sitting in the press box. I mean, when you when you use Brandon Smith. Preston Johnson and Landon Sims in relief all on the same day, like State did on Friday. Then when you get to, or excuse me, on Thursday, this whole Thursday to Saturday series is going to get me right. saying the wrong days right, right. here. When when you use your, I would say three best relievers in the same game on Thursday with Brandon Smith, Preston Johnson, Landon Sims. Mm-hmm. Well, then all of a sudden they all threw a couple innings each, right? Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. You're probably not coming back with any of them the next day. Mm-hmm. So you go into a game with Will Bedner starting where you probably need Bedner to give you at least six mm-hmm. because you don't have your three top relievers that day. I felt like they and, could have given Bedner another inning. And then he ends up going only five. Yeah. Well, I think they could have gone another inning. And, uh, and yeah, so then, then you have to go to the Parker Stinnett's and mm-hmm. who Look, Parker Stinnett, he's liable to come out there and strike out the side, but he's liable to get in right. a heck of a mess. And he came out there kind of in a mess, right? Yeah, he was, yeah. And uh, it was Cam Tuller would come in. It wasn't before him, and it sort of hadn't gotten the job done. Yeah, and uh, State's bullpen, you know, it backfired this weekend. Outside of Friday, the bullpen wasn't good. It just wasn't. Yeah, and then you get to Saturday, which is Sundays most weekends, and I, I don't want it, to. It's hard at this point to not second guess a little bit. You know, hindsight being twenty twenty, should you just left. Jackson Fristo where he was at. And he didn't even pitch at all this weekend. Which was weird. And I asked Chris well, Lamonis after I th- Saturday. I, I asked Chris Lamonis after Saturday, was he available? Mm-hmm. I half expected him to say I was just going to kind of give him a breather this weekend. But well, he said no, he was available. I think he I think there's a difference between available. Available means look, we got no other option but Fristo in there. I mean it means if I really, really wanted to pitch him, I could. But I think that they didn't want to give him a break. 
You know, and, and you're not going to say that. Because you're not going to say, like, yeah, we specifically left off this pitcher who's good in games we were losing because we needed to give him a break. You know, like, I would be cool with that if he had said, he's a freshman, he's never pitched this much, we're getting closer to the postseason, we're going to need him, we wanted to try to avoid him this weekend. I, I mean, had he said that, I'd have been I, cool I with that. I get that. I'm just... It could be iffy. I'll tell you the other decision I didn't agree with. I thought when State cut the lead to ten to eight, that was time to go to Landon Sims. Oh, I, I was with you on that. If, if 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 and I assume that he was, mm-hmm. uh, assuming that he they were able available. to use him. He only he only threw I think twenty two pitches. I, I mean, I don't know why he would not have been. And my thought process there is this: one, you, you know that you're going to hold the lead where it is. He's probably only going to give you two more innings, and, but you can figure out the eighth and the ninth when you get there. Landon Sims gives you a lift. Your 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 batters know. Okay, we we have to get the lead because we've got. He's not going to give it up, and the crowd is going to get a little more into it. I think that that would have been the decision to make. So just just for me, and this is the first time in now 132 games, I guess, uh, for Chris Lamonis that I've really looked at his decision making and go, I'm not on board 100 percent there. Now that said, you know this is like I said, it's the first time. So it's, I'm not going to, you know, well, obviously he's an idiot, I'm not, like some people do. Some people get that gas running. <laughs> but uh, it, was just not, it was just not a good weekend for anybody. Pitchers, hitters, fielders, coaches, nobody. You know? And, and that's what happens sometimes. This was a that's baseball kind of weekend. And you would, you would think as much as this, as we all, you know, you listen to this podcast and – and and us and the folks in the Twitter sphere have watched enough Mississippi State baseball and maybe just overall baseball enough to know that this kind of crap does happen occasionally, mm-hmm. where uh, a bad team comes in and just for whatever reason you don't play well or you, you maybe you underestimate them a little bit. And look, we we actually got those quotes <laughs> this weekend. I mean, Rowdy Jordan actually said, you know, I, I did we we must have thought they were just we were just going to show up and beat them kind of thing. Yeah, I mean. That, that's very much a thing. And I think it's it's tough to to quantify it, how much of that there is, but me and this is another thing Robbie and I talked about over the course of the weekend. It just kind of felt like there was a little less buzz this weekend. You know, yeah. with, with Mizzou coming in and the crowds were a little bit smaller. It was also Already the, knowing you're going to host. Already knowing you're going to host. And you did, it was kind of a weird week. You're supposed to play Tuesday and didn't because it rained. And right. then everything's right. bumped up a day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Everything was off. I'll, I'll grant it, you It was that. just kind of a weird week. but And it ended up sucking. But, I mean, I, I literally saw at least, at least five Facebook posts tweets or message board posts that essentially said, cancel your reservations in Omaha, we're not mm-hmm. going this year. Mm-hmm. Over 18 innings of baseball. Right. I mean, I, mean I, I can remember a Mississippi State team that welcomed Holy Cross to town yeah. a few years ago and got beaten both of those games. Yeah. Like, swept in a doubleheader, I believe. Yes. Well, I mean, think and, about 2018. I mean, crap happens. 2018, <laughs> yeah. that team went to Omaha. Like, so. 60% of that season Again, was you had, you had You had the credit. To do this, all right, you you could afford a slip. It's a big slip. It is. You know, my guess is when we see regional projections Tuesday, Wednesday, states gone from fourth to like seventh, which means that if you have a bad another bad weekend, you could be on the road. For oh the yeah, it, it definitely made next weekend and whatever you do in the SEC yeah. tournament. You don't a have more, any wiggle a more room important. anymore. Yeah. you got to guess, and you don't have to sweep. You just got to go. If you win the series at Alabama, Alabama without looking, and I don't know for sure. I know they're at least a top fifty RPI team. 
They've been in a lot of different tournament projections. They're good enough that if you just go on the road and win the series and you win your midweek game, all's well that ends well. You know, go over to Hoover, go one and two, call it a day. And then you just wait. Yeah. You know, and you might not be the four seed or the three seed, but you could be the seven or, or you know, the eight seed. And, you know, you don't really want to be the eight seed because you're going to be playing Arkansas in the first game over in Omaha. But that just is what it is. You know, it's, it's all about getting to Omaha. I don't think I don't think you complain who you're playing at that. Everybody's point. good in Omaha. Yeah, it's, if they're not, I mean, they, they're just incredibly lucky at that <laughs> point. So all in all, for Mississippi State, yeah, a really bad weekend. Yeah, the weekend did two things. It probably cost you any chance to win the SEC. Yeah, that's for sure done. And it made the rest of the regular season more important than it looked like it was going to be. Right. That's all it did. Bottom line, and, you know, if you want, if you want to. Just underscore a couple of sentences for what the weekend was. That's what it was. You cost yourself the most likely the chance at a regular season title, and now you can't really just afford to coast the rest of the regular season. Right. Is there anything big picture to take away though? Because well, this was the first weekend though for me where like all of state's flaws showed were, up at once. Were kind of exposed. Yeah. And you say that, and they hit pretty well. That was the funny thing, and like. Kellum Clark looks like he's going to be a real guy. Scotty DeBrule has turned into a hot hitter all of a sudden. He's up around 300 he's now, He's up he? around 300, yeah. I mean, he has turned it completely Tanner around. Allen's leading the SEC in hitting. Dratty Jordan had a good weekend. Cam James struggled this weekend. He, he's one of, of his last 12. He, he is not in a good place. And I can't help but think that his defensive woes are following him to the They plate. could, and, and he's been jerked around so much this year from short to third to DH to yeah. back to third to back to DH. It feels to, like, assuming he comes back to Mississippi State, which I think he will, the first priority is like we have to find a position defensively that he can play. Yeah. You know, we have to – He's that's athletic our, enough. That's our offseason projection that he, he has to go to first – if he's got to go to the outfield, something. But we got to put him there and keep him there and get the reps so that he understands that position. He's athletic enough. You figure he can stick somewhere. You would think. Um, but I'll tell you what, when he struggles, mm-hmm. it's kind of ugly because he strikes out a lot. He, he's a little yeah. bit Jordan Westbergish in, yeah, that, that's a good, that's a good in that when you're when, when there are struggles, they look worse than anybody else's because he's not even putting the ball in play. <laughs> I mean, it's... Uh, it can look a little worse than it actually is. But Cam James, by and large, this season has been a really solid piece that's getting on base a lot, walking a lot. Um, he just had a bad weekend, as yeah. did many. Yeah. And Luke Hancock had a pretty good weekend. Logan, Logan Tanner had a pretty good weekend. Forsythe, not great. Um, and then, you know, in left field, I thought Kellum Clark, his bat was very impressive this weekend. But, you know, the, the it's all on that one side of the field, too. It's third and sometimes short. And uh, left. left, and it, it is, it's really odd. I mean, a couple of ugly errors in left this weekend with Columbus Rover yeah. running one, and Clark, Clark basically did the, the same, same thing, the exact same error basically. And then Logan Forsythe, my, I'm sorry, Lane Forsythe, uh, two errors on one play, two errors on one play. You don't see that very often uh, for Mississippi State. I mean, Logan Tanner didn't have a great weekend behind the plate. He had a pass ball. Houston Harding shot himself in the foot. I yeah. mean, I, I wonder how that game maybe is different if you get out of that first inning and mm-hmm. they don't score. And, yeah. But they do because, you know, Houston makes his own error and then they yeah. end up scoring two in the inning. And yeah. you're already on – on Saturday, you're already playing catch-up all day, let's, all day long. Let's continue this discussion, but let's move on into our, our, our second ads real quick. And that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. This weekend, I'm going to be cooking Welcome Home Beef. Some beef ribs are on my menu. They could be on your menu as well. All you've got to do is do what? Call Welcome Home Beef. Uh, 
lot of great uh, choices for Welcome Home Beef. It's not just about steaks and burgers. They've got all these great other cuts like these beef ribs I'm going to be doing. And, of course, if they're not at your local grocery store right now, you need to find out how you can get those products on the shelf. They are going to more and more stores every day, it seems, and, and some local restaurants, too. If you're in Tupelo and you enjoy a burger at the Neon Pig, well, guess what? You're enjoying Welcome Home Beef. That's the kind of stuff we're talking about. like to see these, these Mississippi restaurants getting a Mississippi beef provider uh, in their door. So why don't you call them today and find out what you can put on the grill. 662-268-8148. Visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome home beef. It just tastes good. Hopefully you made a trip to Two Brothers this week, and I, I swung by there once and saw how it, it was a very busy uh, establishment. Always great to see that. And, of course, they had some live music on Saturday. You know that's going to be fun. Great patio, great atmosphere, and, of course, most importantly, when you go out to eat, it's the food. Great, great food there at Two Brothers. Not just barbecue. It's smoked southern soul food right there in the heart of the Cotton District at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems wants you to take wants to take care of you the way they've been taking care of Mississippians for nearly 50 years. They look out for their neighbors, and they've been doing it better than just about everybody else. Why don't you call them today and find out what of their services you need to add to your office? What kind of uh, programs? What kind of technology? Products? Copiers? Printers? Anything that a business needs to, to survive, they've got it at Advantage Business Systems, and they back it up with incredible customer service. That's what a great local business does, and that's what it, exactly what Advantage Business Systems is. Call them today at 601-362-9192. Visit them online at absms.com. You'll find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. McLeod and Bedner at home versus the road. This is like a real thing now, isn't it? It kind of seems that way. Yeah, and, and, and Bedner pitched okay. On on he had some early struggles, but he left with the lead. Yeah, he left I mean, with the state lead. should have won the game, and they did. Right. Um, but yeah, it's for whatever reason their their worst starts of the year have seemed to come at Duty Noble Field, which you know, <laughs> guess where your regionals probably going <laughs> to be? Guess not, where your supers? Uh, I guess probably going to be. Yeah, you're going to have to <laughs> kind of figure that out. I imagine um, in, in, in the coming weeks, but. I can't explain it. I asked Chris Lamonis about it, and he, he, of course, didn't have the splits right in front of him. But, I mean, he obviously had no not much of an answer there either. I kind of just think it's one of the weird baseball things. Like, I, I don't think there's a reason for it. Because, I mean, we've seen Christian McLeod pitch well at home, too. And we've seen Will Bedner pitch well at home, too. So, I don't get it. When I think of this weekend, the, the main sticking points for me going mm-hmm. forward – are the same sticking points that I had going into the weekend. And we talked about it a little bit a minute ago, but we talked about it on a show last week where when you worry about Mississippi State, it kind of starts defensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, at some point you are who you are, and Mississippi State has not been a great defensive team all year. That's what you worry about as you get into the postseason. Right. Because, look, bad defense costs you a series against a good team, or excuse me, against a bad team this weekend. It'll certainly cost you. It will you. absolutely cost you your season here in a couple weeks. Do you feel like it's just you're just going to have to put Tanner Leggett at third, let Cam Jam- James DH, and that's just what it, the way it has to be? You just can't. You, I don't feel like you can legitimately put Cam James in the field right now. Maybe. Maybe. I it, it depends on who you're playing, you know. In a regional, if you're facing a, 
a, a tough right-hander on the mound, and you feel like Kellum maybe as a, a big left-handed stick could help you as a DH, and but oh, you I don't think... want to take Cam's bat out of line because he, while he struggled, well, I mean, he gives Kellum you... stay in left field. I guess he could. Yeah. I guess he could. Yeah, but then let's see who who would you be losing in that Columbus. instance? Something like that. Yeah. But I mean, right now, Cumbus and Clark are sort of the same guy. I feel like I might trust Kellen Clark a little bit more. You know, Cumbus had a, had such a great weekend against Texas A and M, but since then hasn't really done much. Uh, and I mean, he is still you know hitting well, but I mean, in terms of what his batting average is, but he, he, he I feel like they've got the book on him. You know, I mean, the two worries for you right now with Mississippi State. Tell me you agree, because I've really only got two: starting pitching and defense. Really, starting pitching more than than you know you're you're worried about beyond Landon Sims. I thought some of those 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 raised their head again. You know, well, Preston th- Johnson was really good Thursday night, but he was awful on Saturday. Well, uh, again, all right, let's talk about that a minute. Everybody with Landon Sims, their biggest qualm is like, oh, you got to keep using him. You know, use yeah. him two or three times. Look, and I get it. As a guy that watches watches it a lot, you know, I you darn sure want Landon Sims coming in there to try to shut you down. But there are guys when they come back. A couple days later, after they threw 25, 30 pitches two days before, they're not the same guy anymore, that second outing. And (laughs) this is probably an awful example, but a lot of times, especially in the week, when you and I get done recording here, I'll run out here in this neighborhood, and I'll I'll run my few miles for that day out here in this neighborhood, and I, I have my little iPhone going, and it tells me my split time for each thing. I will feel like on that second or third mile that I'm going just as fast as I was that first one. Mm-hmm. But it'll oftentimes tell me that, nope, that split time, I've dropped down 25 seconds or so. Yeah. That t- like, y- your legs have kind of gotten tired, and you don't really even realize it. You've slowed down. Well, as a relief pitcher, you may come out there two days later and kind of feel about it like you did two days before, mm-hmm. but your arm is just naturally a little bit more fatigued than it was two days before. True. You're you're not going to be the exact same guy as you were two days before. And I think with Preston Johnson, you saw a little bit of that on Saturday. He had just pitched two days before, and he comes back two days later, and he wasn't exactly the same guy. Um, maybe even maybe he couldn't even feel that he was a little bit different, but that arm had just thrown several high-intensity pitches two days before, yeah. and it wasn't the same two days later. Yeah. And you run that risk whenever that comes. I mean, I'm not but saying that you, you... Wouldn't you say Sims at 85% is, is better, better than, than most? I, I agree with that. But here, here too, is why I say starting pitching. Because if you could get to a point where you can consistently... Now you're getting to... I mean, it's, it's time yeah. now. But if you could rely on Christian McLeod and Will Bednar to give you five, six innings every mm-hmm. single time out, hopefully six. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about that. You're only covering at that point. I mean, it'd be, it'd be great if Fristo or Harding or whoever could give you four mm-hmm. or five on, on the third start, but you're, you're not covering that many innings with your bullpen anymore if you can do that. As it stands, I mean, if you pull out McLeod in the third and then you pull out Bedner in the fifth and then you pull out Harding in the second, I mean, (laughs) you are covering a crap ton of innings with your bullpen and you're running guys out there a couple of times in the weekend and they're not as effective a lot of times the second time. This is this team and two years ago in that you knew Ethan Small six, seven innings. You know, Ginn when he was healthy, six, seven innings. And then Plumlee, you could probably count on for five innings. And, and now you don't have that anymore. Yeah, you know, and I've heard Chris Lamona say this year with this team, we don't need to get much from our starters. And I don't disagree because I think you're talented enough out of the pen that a lot of weekends 
you can make it work. But I think this weekend shows that you are most definitely better if you get that five or six innings mm-hmm. with, with Christian McLeod and, yeah. and Will Bednar. And I don't know. For me, I think a lot of the bullpen woes that you did see this weekend fix themselves if your starters do their job. I, I agree with you for the most part, but I will say this when it comes to Sims especially. You've managed Sims to this point for these moments, May and June. All right, You had a chance you know, to get into the SEC championship race. Get sort of stay in it. You got to find a way. You got to find a way to use that guy. I mean, I, I, you just got to. Otherwise, you know, what are you doing? You know, you can't. You, and I don't, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with how Arkansas uses Kevin Copps. I feel like they just they just run him out there all the time. But Lamona said it again. This is you know me talking the coach's words. He said we don't start Landon Sims so we have the versatility to use him twice in a weekend. How many times has he been used twice? Once, right? I think it's just the one time against Arkansas. I wonder if, if they are just uber-rigid on we're going to have to use him a second time, we're going to have to have a lead or tied. Like, or we're just, not going to use him. I, I just don't. Just to save those They didn't bullets. do it against Arkansas. They weren't leading when they, when they brought him in. They weren't tied. And on Sunday game, they brought him in to try to, right. try to hold right. things down. I, but I, but I, that was his only appearance that weekend, right? Oh, that's right. No, no, when, when did he use twice? Ole, Ole Miss. Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. I don't know, man. I would just say at 10-8, my thoughts would have been like, I need to hold this lead for a couple innings. Let my batters get, get some work done. I need to make sure nothing happens. Yeah, after you just – I mean, you'd scored four runs in each of the two innings preceding and what, it. It was 10-8, and then there was a couple of scoreless innings, right? And then they scored think, two in the I eighth. that's and, right. Is that right? They scored two Sounds in the eighth right. and, nine, and four in the ninth, something like that. So then, yeah, in the eighth, I'd have been like, it's Sims time. It's time to go. Hold, hold this lead. We'll, we'll, we'll get a run. We'll figure something out. And if you lose 10-8, you, you just lose 10-8. But at least you know you tried. You know, you, you, I just feel like they're just, I don't know, I feel like in this situation that wasn't the best strategy. I hate saying stuff like this because somebody will hear it and think I'm reporting this. And let me put this disclaimer out there. I am absolutely 100% not reporting this. The way they've handled Landon Sims makes me at least question in my mind if there's something there we don't know. Like, is there some little ache or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and we just don't know about it, and they're not going to say. And they're like, oh, we'll use you twice in a weekend, but we're going to really, 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 really need you to use you twice in a week. I, and I don't know that. That's They have been so cautious with him, it has caused me to at least wonder that. Yeah. And uh-huh. I, that may not – there may it may, may be 110% and not feel a single ache. Yeah, and they're just being uber cautious anyway. I, when you're, because look, that kid's gonna make a lot of money. Yeah. He just is. Yeah, uh, he he has the type of stuff. He's the type of pitcher that whenever the year comes that he gets drafted, mm-hmm. I feel like, and maybe I'm an idiot, but I feel like he has the type of stuff as a bullpen arm, especially where he could get drafted in June and be up in the big leagues for September call-ups that year. How quickly did Lindgren come up? He came up real quick, didn't he? I think he did. That's sort of the same thing, where it's just when you have the type of uh, of stuff and ability that, that Sims yeah. and Lingren had, especially if you're you being used as a reliever. If you're a starter, it's a different story. Yeah. But if you're being used as a reliever, those are the guys that you see that can come up and make a pretty immediate impact. And yeah. I mean, you do want to be super cautious with Landon. I just don't know why. I don't know if it's because I want to protect you, you know, as a as a precaution. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, is there some little, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, 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 that has kind of baffled 
all of us, I think, at points throughout the year. Of, um, I mean, there's some that just think Landon Sims should throw every inning. Right. And then there's some that complain when he goes out there that oh, you should have held him for later. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, Nobody can be happy we've here. We've been talking but, about that all year. That it's just the, it, the fans in the, uh, this year cannot be happy for whatever reason. <laughs> so. Speaking of uh, minor leaguers and pitchers, and things, Ethan Small threw a combined no hitter. Uh, well, his first start with the Biloxi Shuckers. I'm gonna try to get him on the pod or on on the show because not only you know former Bulldog, but he's down there in Mississippi, you know, again. So, sort of cool. All right, uh, tomorrow's show more baseball, probably some football, and we'll figure some other things out as well as the week uh, goes along. Guys, have a great uh, Monday. I'm back with you on Tuesday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.